And we are thrilled that Ricky Rose, Rick Ross, the boss, uh, yeah. in his Lakers gear. Uh, <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, Rose, you came through with the Lakers gear, Rose. Come on, man, Rose. Man, you know it's Heat Gang forever. It's the Spostra Nostra. It's Jimmy Bucket, <laughs> y'all already know what it is. But I could rep. Shout out to shout out to James, man. Shout out to James. I feel you. I feel you. Is, is Jimmy Butler like because we 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 talk about him all the time that the, the Kings lack they lack a player with that with that Jimmy Butler mentality with that dog mm-hmm. mentality. Is 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 he is he one of Miami's favorites just because of the way that he gets after it? Of course, mm-hmm. of course. After they predicted our season last year and us going all the way to the top and went out with our head up, you got to respect that. Yeah. How can you not? You know what I'm saying? How can yeah, you man. not? Now, now, so, now many people, so many people we admire that never went to the to the top. Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. Now, Rose, let me ask you about your heat real quick, man, because um, you guys started off slow. You know, the, the season got started on them real quick and, and they struggled out the gate, but they bounced back a little bit now. Being one game over 500, seventh in the East, rising up as we speak. How are they feeling about the heat? Are you guys turning it up right at the right time to make another push towards the finals, in your opinion? I mean, you know, based off how we played last season, you know, they may have thought, shit. They ain't think we was going to go 500 last season. You know what I'm saying? And we went to the final. So I just go based off the way Jimmy feeling, the way Bam feeling. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I see what's going on. You know, Philly doing their thing. But I'm confident once we turn up and do what we do best, we could compete. If Philly number one in the East, we could compete. I ain't even worried about that. <laughs> So that's the boss. Now we're bringing in the other boss, uh, the CEO of Sovereign Brands, with oh, just the cleanest. Oh, he got the robe. Ross, what are you thinking of this robe? Is this dope <laughs> or what? Look at this thing. The robe is crazy. Look wow. At this. I need my man. I, <laughs> I, just, I got one on one. got to be inspired by Prince and Purple Rain. Uh, can you see the inside? This is what this is what royalty wore. This is what royalty wore. Ooh. Hey, oh, yeah, I mean, like that, Brad. Maybe double X. <laughs> D-Lo and KC, if we're doing McQueen Happy Hour, I gotta have my happy hour robe on. Yeah, I'm with it. Hey, I, I love it. I'm with it. You look sharp. That's Brett Barrett. She's the CEO of, of Sovereign Brands. Oh, we've got that pommel. That's what we're pouring. Yes, indeed. Rose, you see what's going on back here when I'm done. When this is oh, over, you see what's going oh, on. No, I got to commend y'all both on the, the hell of a backdrops. No, oh, man, that's 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 courtesy of you guys, Brett. Ross, Ross, when did you turn all fisticated, man? We go straight from the bottle. Oh, <laughs> you got I don't blame you going with the chair like that, but see, I'm putting me a mixture together. <laughs> Making my mixture. You know, I gotta go out special. Now, there you go. Robe. I need that robe. Oh, I'm like it. I like the backdrop. What do you you got bottles hanging on the walls? Look oh, at that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was I, I'm, I'm trying to be like Ricky Rose yeah. over there. You all do. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I just love this. It's a party over here, man. Yeah, this is happy hour, man. Hey, cheers, guys! Thanks for having us on. Really appreciate it. Shout out to ESPN, D-Lo, KC, Ben for setting this up. Yeah, you guys are supporting us. We're gonna support you right back, man. Cheers to you, man. We we appreciate you. We appreciate all that you're doing for D-Lo and KC uh, and ESPN thirteen twenty and and Brett. Like you, you've been in the 
you've been in this the the alcohol but alcohol distribution business like this this has been in your family forever uh, not at all i've been drinking since i was six. Oh, okay <laughs> so i i've got i'm good at this stuff i'm good at this <laughs> this is how my my parents put us to bed by screw the nipple we went straight to the bottle <laughs> and but yes you- I've been doing this. I've been doing this in this company for this is 21 years. Uh, as screwed up as it is, we actually launched the company. Ross, I think you know this. We launched our company on 9/11. Isn't that mm. terrible? Wow. Yeah. So, but it's been uh, you take the good with the bad, and it's been heaven ever since. Wow. You know, Brett, you you to me, you're you're a fascinating guy, and I you know I read up on you. I saw some interviews and, and your energy and your vibe. Um, is just something that that I got engulfed in when when I started to hear more about you. One of the things that you have with the Sovereign Brand that I, I really love is the idea of being self-made. I mean, that's the title of your, your podcast and everything, and the self-made mantra that you have. Can, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Tell the people more about that, what, what that means to you. Well, it start everything, and Ross knows this, and my relationship with Ross as an example is, is pure organic. We met because of the brands. And one of the things that I was and my team was thinking about is, you know, you go on Instagram and, and you see images and people are holding bottles. They're mm-hmm. holding it. They're taking pictures with it. They're, 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 you know, it's Gronkowski. He's celebrating with it. People. So our brands mean something. And what to me that what I see our fans or the people supporting them and me have in common is success. You want to show it off. You've done something. You've achieved something. And then it started to hit for me this idea that, God, it, it's not easy. And you look at someone like Ross, uh, uh, look at something, you guys, you know, getting to the stage you guys are at, they, people see things as if it it always was like this. You know, once you're successful, it just was, you know, you've always been successful. Right. And so for me, it was I love, I get motivated not by success. I get motivated by hearing people's, the tough side, the hard story, the difficult side, you know, Ross's story. Um, uh, I, that's where I get my motivation. And, and for me, it's about, you know, that's where, you know, failing is, is, is part of everybody. But I think it's like, it's like, I'm, 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 I'm going off in directions. It's healthy to be transparent, to talk about the failure side, because mm-hmm. that's what motivates people to realize I can do this. Too. I can do this, too. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. 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 And, and, and Rick, I know you've got a you've got an amazing story. I actually heard you tell Brett about when you opened for Outcast, how you were, you know, how, how young you were into the game and, and you opened up for Outcast and that that changed everything for you. You better believe it. You know, just being a part of hip hop in Miami, you know, and I love my city, but I, my city was about bikinis and the beach and Uncle Luke, Poison Clan, Trick Daddy. So, you know, what I was, you know, the wordplay I was bringing to the table, outcast coming to Miami. Yo, man, I had to be there to just see Crumbling Nerd perform live. You know what I'm saying? And uh, players balling. Man, it, it, it most definitely changed the game for me. And when, I'm the type of person, once you show me something, you know, of that caliber, I could never stop. Mm. Mm. And you're a you're you're an HBCU guy. Better right? believe. It. Shout out to Albany State. You better believe it. Shout out. How to Albany. Imp- 
we've we've seen and it is we've seen a, almost like a, a resurrection of HBCUs and the love that they've gotten over the course of the last couple of years. How how important was that for you? Like how big was that for you in informing you know who you are and in, in in everything that you strive to do? Oh man, well you know coming up at Carroll City, graduating from the school. I graduated from, we had dudes with the University of Miami, Florida State, the Gators, so on and so forth. But as a whole in the majority, you you strive and your goal was to go to an HBCU. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Coming from Miami, Bethune-Cookman, FAMU, you know, Albany State. You wanted to go to those schools, you know what I'm saying? Because they play hard football and the chicks were sexy. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the vibe was. So that yeah. was always in my you know, that was always in my sights. You know what yeah. I mean? So Albany, I chose Albany State. I went out there for a little while and I had a good time. It was a great experience. Wow. If we know, we know Rose, big sports guy. We're going to ask him a bunch of sports fans. But Brett, you a sports guy? You got, you know, what's your favorite teams? Where's your alliances at? What's going on? Yeah, uh, huge sports. I'm, I'm from Chicago, live in Chicago. So I'm Bulls, Bears, Cubs. Uh, mm. I am. I, I, I got to love the Sox, too. So I'm everything right. Chicago. We don't have much to cheer about, but, you know, we're, we're, we're in this for the long haul. We got to start. Uh, we can relate, Brett. Like, it's good. Yeah, it's no, like, we're, we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> we got a couple of guys that uh, tune in regularly who are Chicago guys. They're big Bears fans. And we, and we give them, uh, you know, jokes here and there about Mitchell Trubisky and everything. I think you guys are going to get Russell Wilson, though. I think that's where he's going to go next year. Chicago? No one wants to wait anymore. No one wants to wait anymore. Come on. It's got to be now. I understand. Once again, we understand out here in Sacramento, 15 years is going on not making the playoffs. So I understand. I got a a question for the Chicago guys, too. And it's just, I'm curious. Okay. Who's the most iconic player in the history of the Chicago Bears? Walter Payton. Mm. It's got to be Peyton. I think so, too. It's got to be Well, I mean, I I agree, but like Dicka, I mean, he's not my guy, but I feel like he's a Chicago guy. I think they'll say sweetness. They're going to answer. They're going to tap in and give you the answer. Ricky Rose going to say Singletary. Okay. Okay. Well, 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 here's uh, here's one of the Chicago guys right there. He says Peyton. It's Peyton. Here's the other Chicago guy. He says Peyton. And the Chicago girl, she says Peyton. <laughs> it's pretty much Come is on, everybody. everybody. They were so bad. Family, baby. Ross, they were so bad for so long. And Peyton was Peyton. He, 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 every, I, I remember as a kid, you know, looking in the newspaper every, every freaking Monday, looking at the stats, seeing if that guy, if he got a hundred yards, he was the man. He gave that extra. I bet he got a thousand yards just put moving the ball a foot longer every time he put the ball down. And actually, yeah. you know, he was oh, there was nothing better than him. Wow, yeah. Ricky, you, by the way, Rick, you got that watch on that that was that was on the IG story today. You you don't hurt him. You, you wearing that right now? No, the one I got on is this actually an AP. I had this on all day. I went and seen Jacob earlier today, and he actually. Tried on the billionaire watch for me, and that that watch is approximately two point four million dollars. Oh, we we ain't closed the deal. 
that and I don't even we spoke. We spoke. <laughs> I like Rick, that. Rick I like we're that. gonna get close to that, right? <laughs> oh no, we plot only we plot and we plot. Well hold on. Can, can I ask Ross a question? I, I got a sports question for Ross. Yeah. What do you think of Wade buying into the jazz? Mm. I'm guessing, so hold on. Here's my question. So forget, I'm assuming it's two questions. Who's the team that you'd want to buy into? And who's the second team if you couldn't buy into the first? The Kings. <laughs> yeah, NBA. NBA. Miami Heat, first and foremost. And when I do pull that off, Brett, I'm going to make sure you get one of those parking slots and they put that bear <laughs> on that parking <laughs> That's all everything. <laughs> Most definitely, I start with the Heat. And if it couldn't be the Heat, I would go to the Lakers. I'm going to keep it real. I'll buy a piece. No. I'll buy okay. a piece. Look, Rose, I'm going to just I, with the top down. Look, I, I got no power in this. I got no control. But right. come on to Sacramento. We got sunshine, too, out here in Sacramento. Come on. I, I'm going to oh, okay. say right now. We can give you a piece of the Kings right now if you want it. And yeah. I have no power to do this. But we're going to okay. do it. They need that. We need to talk about that. Hey, Brett, you heard what he just said. You know, Brett, that's my dog. That Brett, we might can have we to talk. Can we, can we bring back uh, Bibby and Christy and uh, Divac and Ooh. the whole team? Uh -huh. Can we bring them back? Probably bring back two of those three. We might we might leave one of those guys out. Keisha, bring back Keisha. Yeah, we just got rid of a couple of those guys very recently, so we may hold off on we may hold off on that. But 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 Doug's still here. Doug does the TV, and Mike is always welcome, man. Uh, that's our guy. You you mentioned uh, Brett that you you and, and and Rick met through met through the brand. Like like were you just looking for you were you just looking for that guy to 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 rep the beautiful bottles, or how did that come about? No, not at all. Um, it's the same thing that happens. And this is what I'm most proud of is, is everything we've done is organic. When I say organic, it's based out of friendships. It's based out of meeting somebody. Mm -hmm. um, I interviewed uh, Rick Knows Currency, who I interviewed for Self Made two nights ago. But perfect example, I just met Currency. This is awesome. Nicest guy in the whole world. We're building a friendship. I want to do something with him. I like him. Rick right. heard about Bel Air. Uh, gotten put in, I, I hooked, this is before the internet. This is before social media. Right, right. And not to cut you off, Brett, but I actually was partying. I had a hit record. I was in New York City. I went to a club, Greenhouse, I want to believe it is. And DJ Clue was the DJ of the night. And when I got in VIP, DJ Clue had the chicks bring me a big bucket of the black bottles. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know, you know, Ricky Rose, Rose that's the nickname that come from the champagne. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I we at the forefront of that in Miami coming up. You know, that's mm -hmm. how they get out. And so um, in New York, I have a good night that night. I get to the hotel, wake up the next morning. I hit Clue. Brrr, what's up, homie? What was the black bottles? I had never seen them, heard of them or nothing. Didn't know what they was. Didn't stop to read it. I just hit them back. What's up? What, what the black bottles was you sent? Uh, oh, that's Luke Belair, man. I know the homie Brett. The, the, the Brett, you know him? Man, shoot him my number. Let me holler at him, man. That shit was good. I, I need some of that shit. I just want to, you know, learn the game. And that's what it was. That was the introduction. Once I went and sat down with Brett, I looked around the office, you know what I'm saying, seeing what the vibe was. And he just told me, come around, fuck around and shit. I just been going down. <laughs>
Ricky, we on the radio. I, I, I let a couple of those ride. I just want to remind you, we, we on the radio. We on the radio, Rick. There you go. Um, but, but, but D'Lo, it's true, though. Everything, and 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 this is what I'm like, and again, I'll, I'll use Currency's example. You know, he built, he's very proud of the fact that his relationships, everything he does is based on friendship. Mm-hmm. It's his friends. And that's the what I think about is is people, you know, I met people through this industry and and uh, they've shown love and we've done it back. And whether it's whether it's Lil Wayne or Wiz Khalifa or DJ Khaled or Jay-Z, it's all, you know, it's the connection's been because they like something, they see something, they're supporting something. Okay, let's try it. Let's see what we can do together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fortunate Ross is, is, has been, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been awesome. I couldn't ask for, he inspires me because when he calls me, it's about, some he's got an idea that that's what I want. I live for that stuff. Well, I'll tell you a, a, a Casey real quick, just a short story about like when, when Casey and I started working together, man, over the summer, you know, he, he, he came over to the house. We were still at the time where we really couldn't, you know, really hang out like you'd want to, you couldn't have a lot of people over, but you know, we were kind of celebrating doing this thing with ESPN 1320. We were the f- first thing we opened was that white bottle behind me? That Lux. Mm-hmm. We opened that. We've been drinking this for a really long time. Yeah. So the fact that 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 we got a uh, when I connected with Ben Black Bottles nine one six, who you had mentioned, and he had connected with ESPN thirteen twenty, talking about McQueen and the Violet Fog. We really want to hype up this gin we're doing, and it's like cool. He dropped me off some gin and left me his card, and I saw the Luke Belair logo. I was like, okay, hey, well, yo, like, what's the relationship here? Oh, that's 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 the brands. That's all sovereign brands. We've been on that Bel Air for uh, years now. Yeah. Uh, so we I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool story for us to know that the thing that we toast when when we got this show was uh, your company now, who is our biggest sponsor. It's, it, it, there's nothing better. And I think, you know, speaking to people like Ross in the space in, in the music space, it's like when you say stuff like that, I get the chills. It's like listening to your own song on the radio. Yeah. It's just, it's an amazing feeling. And if we can connect through brands, it's awesome. And, and, and Rose, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard one of the, you know, you guys got a good relationship as well. But one of the reasons you went um, and partnered with Brett and, and have the Rose and the black bottles and everything is you said it's when, when somebody's in the club, yeah, I could have an AC Spades or something, but I want them to have the Ross experience as much as possible. And in the, in the, in the Bel Air is, is, is affordable for, a common guy like myself. So if I want to party like Rick Ross, I can do it just like Rick Ross. I thought that was so dope that you had that foresight to to be able to kind of include everybody in on how you get down as much as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. And nothing changed because I knew what it, what it was like going in the club on South Beach as a youngster. Couldn't afford as that Don Perignon came by going to the VIP. I know mm-hmm. it was like holding on to that last $40. You understand? And so... <laughs> Uh, you know, once it came across me and when I seen it, when I enjoyed the bottles, I drunk the liquor. You couldn't tell me this wasn't a three hundred dollar bottle of champagne. Right. Mm-hmm. No way you couldn't tell me that. That's fine. Yeah, it was a different bottle from Ace of Spade, but I'm like, homie, I done been around the world. I know what I'm drinking. And once I found out how much it was, I'm like, yo, the streets got to know this. Yeah. The streets got to feel this, man. This this rosé. We got to. Hey, man, I'm going to hold you down, Brett. I'm gonna hold you down, and that's just what it was, and it was love. It's from then, man, it's, it's been genuine. And what's neat, sir? I'll just add to that. What's neat is Ross picked it up day one. He understood. So uh, uh, when I when I sold Ace to Jay, you know the whole go- the whole 
we, we built the whole the whole reality of these giant, really crazy, expensive bottles. And in my mind, it was Jesus. You know, if if Ace is a Ferrari, God, you look pretty good in a Porsche too. Mm. And you can buy a lot more of that. And that's what Bel Air was, is let's the, let the party be let last longer. It, the product is great product and, and give it people an experience that can last a long time. And that's what's happened. Yeah. And yeah, what's what's amazing about that is, you know, kind of what, what Casey was talking about there is, we, we, you know, we, we talk about for the culture here on this show and it's it's hip hop artists and it's athletes. And when they're drinking the same thing that we can drink, like that's a big deal. That's a different type of experience. You mentioned Ace of Spades. We were talking about that on the show the other day as we were getting ready for you guys to join us. And that's not a bottle I'm going to buy. But Brett, <laughs> like you have a, a there's a there's a there's a tie in to Ace of Spades, right? With with Sovereign Brands. The, yeah, uh, that's my brand. Um, so uh, <laughs> my current brands are Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen uh, and Vion. This is our new one. This uh, hopefully you guys got it. I it's know you did. Amazing. But my two past brands, uh, Ace of Spades and then uh, uh, Doucet, which we're still an owner of, but that's with Bacardi. Um, but they're all amazing brands, all special. Uh, they're all part of culture, which is I'm most proud of. Um, ah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's uh as Ross knows, I speak, they're, they're like children to me. They're all really special. They're all different. And they're all unique and they're all premium. It's awesome. That's what's up. That's what's up. Rose, let me ask you a sports question real quick. Let me ask you a whole question on here in anticipation for you coming on the show today. A couple of days ago, uh, me and my partner Delo, we asked the question, who's the biggest boss in the NBA? Now, one caveat, I think LeBron James is the biggest boss, but we took him out of it. And we said, who's the biggest boss? Like, maybe not even the best player. You go when they come in. I know where you're going to go. I, I know where you're going to go. Where am I going to go? You're going Jimmy. You're going no. Jimmy. You're not no, going no. Jimmy? No, no, I ain't going to go Jimmy because Jimmy still got a lot ahead of him. His future's so bright. And okay. I'm so, are you ready right now? I'm ready. Boss, if we take LeBron out of the equation. Yeah. The biggest boss. You ready? Yes, sir. Steph Curry. Mm. Oh. Okay. Mm. Now look, look, look. He was on our list. I went with Dame. I said, I said Dame is the biggest boss. What you think about that? I love Dame. That's a great argument, but I say Steph. Okay. I like that. I mean, Dame Steph is, is Steph is crazy. Dame crazy. is good money. Dame yeah. is money. And it's a great argument. Mm-hmm. You say the biggest boss, that means we got to put everything in the equation. Yeah. A pass, I, accomplishments, et cetera. You know what I'm getting to. I hear you. I Yo, hear you. Yeah, Steph got him. Yeah. He got him. I hear you. Yeah. I put Jimmy in there, though, because when I think about the biggest boss. No, 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 no. Jimmy is most definitely, you know, you got to be, okay, when I think about what Steph did for the, you know, past few seasons, what he mm-hmm. accomplished. Know what he's been a part of, the way he's been humble, that's a boss. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way Jimmy mm-hmm. the door in last season with the heat. Come on now. Everybody mm-hmm. had their head off to the home. He made himself clear. He made everything clear and his future bright. And I'm super excited for the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of whatever our record is right now, because you know, I really tune in as we get closer to the end of the season. I just let yeah. my homies go 
perform up and do their thing right now. <laughs> Are you excited about the Dolphins season too? They they look like they got a future ahead of them. Of course we do. What you mean? Perez <laughs> 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 well, this business, and all I want to do is make sure as a team and as a unit, we continue to support tour. Okay. I want to make sure the franchise continue to support tour and I look forward to a second season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Brett, one of the things, like I said, that I I, I, I gathered from you um, when hearing different interviews and things of that nature, and it really stuck out to me and I love it, is you mentioned how sometimes, a lot of the times, you go with your gut. Mm. Even if you're your, your partners or your business partners or, you know, the guys who are in charge of the numbers say, if you go about it this way, you probably make more money. You mentioned it with the black bottles. You said, nobody said, don't do black bottles. Nobody does black bottles, but you felt that had a different energy and the type of energy that you were looking for. And you're not going to compromise a couple of dollars because of mm-hmm. your, your feeling. I, I it was, it stuck out to me so much, man. Can, can you expand on that just a little bit about yeah. how you go about that? I think it honestly, it comes from that to me, that other side of self-made, which is the times you screw up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the in, in this business, my first six years, I didn't trust myself. You know, if if someone had said to me, you know what, you know, uh, don't put exactly this. Don't put in a black bottle. I would have changed it. Don't. Oh. Price it, I would have changed it. That would have um, ruined our destiny. Correct. Don't you got to come out with the brute first because you can't launch rose first. I would have changed it. And it's it's honestly, it's making mistakes. And then you learn. It's like, Jesus, you know what? I I did this for a reason. I got if if and I think Ross gets it. If anybody's gonna screw this up, I want it to be my fault. I want the I want that ownership. It's my fault. Once you realize like you know, that it's, it's on me, then, then you can breathe a little bit easier. You know what? I'll take responsibility. I'm going to do this. So it's, it's, you can listen to other people. You can take their, their input. Um, but, but you gotta, okay, I'm going to make the decision. I'm making the decision with Vion, uh, our distributors with this new brand told us price at $10 higher. They, no one ever says that you got to increase the price by 10 bucks. No, 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 no. We're, we feel good about this price. The consumer is going to love it. The trade is going to love it. Let's stick with this. Yeah. It just, you know, you got to trust it. Trust your instincts. Yeah. Everything you make tastes like it's like super high end. Like I, I could equate your brand to Apple. Like, you know, when you're an Apple, like if, if you use Apple stuff, like everything with Apple goes together. The iPad, the MacBook, the the HomePod, the Apple TV, like they all work in sync. That's a you're, great that's a great way to put it and not to cut you off none, but in the, in the music format, I look at Brett as a Quincy Jones. When Quincy put together Mm. that thriller album, you got to understand for the type, I I have to remind him of this for the type of success you've accomplished with Ace of Spades, with Doucet, where Bella, when I sit back and watch him conversate and speaking on the numbers and the stats, and all of that computer. <laughs> Yo, homie, you really got a gift. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. really a gift, you know? And so I just enjoy to sit back, enjoy the brands, enjoy the party, because that's what I do best. This Ricky Rose. I party for a living. I talk business. And it's nothing, nothing better compliments a business meeting better than 
champagne. <laughs> I don't say that enough. I'm gonna make sure I start telling people that when you sit down and you talking money, man, you gotta get people in a vibe. And I don't know if I'm the only one that's doing this, but I'm gonna remind them though. But 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 Ross is the example, D'Lo, of of if if it didn't taste good, he'd say so. Like mm. when I sent him our cognac, he never knew about it. I told him I got something coming. You got to try this shit. He's not a cognac drinker. He didn't like cognac before. He loves this. Like yeah. our whole goal is if it all starts with the liquid, I want it to be better than everybody else's. Hennessy, Remy, Cavassi, I want it to be better. Bel Air, Moet, Vouv, Dom, um, McQueen, Hendrix, I want it to be better. Uh, and And to me, that's the success of the brands. If it's a better product... You know, on your own radio, you got to offer a better product than your competition. That's the goal. Um, mm-hmm. If it's a better product, people will uh, will aspire to it. They'll want it. And I think I, I think we continue to prove that. Yeah, I like that. Ro- Rose, let me let me ask you a, a music question now, man, because I, I got a hip hop legend right here in front of me. I got to ask you a music question. So I want to know when. You felt like so. For instance, we got LeBron James, and and he was a champion before. He won he won his rings in Miami, but in 2016, what he did with Cleveland and beating the Warriors, that took into a spot where it was like, yeah, they can't say nothing about me no more. I, I, I'm 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 one of the all time greats, and I know you had Port of Miami. I love it, love Trilla, but my personal favorite, Teflon Don. I feel like that's the one. They said, no, you, you can't say nothing about Ross no more, man. This, this dude, he's an all-timer. And he's done great projects after that. That wasn't the end of it. Just like LeBron won the championship after that Cleveland one. But I felt like it all came together with Teflon Don, my favorite album. Is that the same way you felt then, or was it a different album when you were like, hey, I'm here forever? When, when Teflon Don hit the streets, it felt different. Mm. It was a different feeling. And it's one of those small things that as an artist, maybe only an artist will notice or feel when you walk into those venues, Mm -hmm. the way, you know, they used to reach and touch you and grab you. They love, the fans love to touch that sweaty shirt after you just finished (laughs) performing. But when I drop Teflon Don, it's like they ain't touch me. They just look. Mm. <laughs> 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 but, but, but you right, homie. Teflon Don was a special time in, in hip hop. It was a special time in my career. My fourth album, and it solid solidified that fourth number one. That mm-hmm. you know, I, I was here to really make good music. So as a performer, though, like, do you know, like when you walked out of the studio, when they said, yo, it's done, we're pressing this. This is the version that's going to the streets. Did you know? Oh, I most definitely was confident. I was like, boy, they're in trouble. You know, when I start walking around talking like that, oh, they're in trouble. I'm going to drop off. And that's what I was doing. Everywhere I played the music, you know, I push play and I look in everybody's eyes that be sitting at the table. You know, and then I knew it like, you know, it was like, you know, I put I put when you put your all into something, it's a different mm-hmm. feeling when you were slacking, when you missed a few nights, when you know you could have did more. You look around, your, your confidence not really fully there. That's what anything you do. But when you put everything oh, it ain't nothing that could go against it. Yeah. Even if you lost it, you, you'll still be confident. You understand? Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, when's the next one though? Like, let's just pull the curtain back. Like, when when's the next one? 
just believe it or not, man, I'm putting the final touches on it now. Yeah, this week I just had a producer camp with a lot of different producers, man. It's too many to even name. They all flew in the night. Later on the night, I'm going to see Pharrell. He opening his new hotel. So I'm going to see Pharrell, David Grutman, and then we're going back to the studio. But uh, I'm putting the final touches on my, my newest album, Richer Than I Ever Been. And I ain't talking about money, you know? I ain't yeah. talking about money. But it's finna feel, it's finna, the confetti gonna fall and it's gonna get in y'all hat. <laughs> Ross, we back out here in summer 2021. So we need them Ross anthems Ooh, here. I got you. I got you. Man. I won't let you down. I won't let you down. Put the pressure on. And, and, and Rick, I, you you can answer this question too. And, and, and Brett, I, like what, like what keeps you guys driven though? Cause you've, you've hit the pinnacle of what you do, but you guys, yes. you know, it's most definitely not about paper. It ain't about money. We've been hit that mark. Right now, it's really just about making history. You know what I'm saying? When I rep these brands the way I do, it's really like when I was going to the club watching Don P come by. I wasn't a part of that wave. I couldn't afford that. That ain't blossom in front of my eyes. That ain't grow in front of my eyes. So this is the Don Perignon of my generation. You know what I'm saying? So as an artist, I feel good because I go to the club five nights a week mm. and instead of going somewhere every night doing something different tasting something different chasing something different some nights it was all right the other nights it wasn't you throwing your body in a vibe versus me getting accustomed to what i like the most and mm. what i didn't know what it was i just genuinely in new york city partying woke up the next night after i don't know how many bottles <laughs> and i said yo i feel good i need some more of that i want mm. some more of that and once I realized, oh, this is the big homie who had Ace of Spades. Oh, that's why it's number one. It ain't even it's a no-brainer. And then when I realized how cool he was, let's run it. But but I'll I'll speak for my opinion of Ross D'Lo. He, you know, what I what I love is, you know, Teflon is an example in that album. It's that's not here anymore. He's looking for the next thing, that that next idea, that next song, that next beat, that next business thing. Like, that's what's inspiring. I, it's it's what's the next thing? What 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 else is out there? What can I try? What can I see can work? It's not even his idea. It's just about again, it's that same idea that I live by is whoever, it doesn't matter whose ideas. Let's just implement the good ones. Let's try stuff. Like that's that I think honestly, that's why I love him is like, I, that's what I feel about everything. I want to try the next thing. I want to see my, if the next idea is, can this work? Um, that's the fun part. That's the exciting part. Well, to that point, bro, what's next? We got we got people in the chat asking for a tequila. They, they okay. want to know what's the next where the tequila's at. I, 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 I a half hour before I came on. That's why I, I went to the office, picked up my robe. Tasted, we tasted a whole slew of gins. We tasted a whole slew of scotches. Oh, I got so much coming. Oh, man. I drink every day. I, I got, <laughs> I'm so, but th that's what's fun is this, this is what gives me the energy of, of, uh, I, I like, I like competing against the big guys. I like trying things that I think can, I got a big freaking chip on my shoulder and I want to compete against these big guys. They're huge, they're enormous. They, um, and I want to hit them when they, they, they don't even know what hit them. Like, that's exciting. It's just, yeah. it just, it eats me. Yeah, I love that's, it. That's, that's, speaking, and, and we'll hit a what's next since you dropped the album. I, I think I read, Rick, Rick, you're, 
your son is already getting letters from uh, uh like the did, did he get an offer from the U to go play football already? Man, believe it or not, my son, a freshman in high school, you know, they just won they uh, you know, he was just a part of his first state championship. Shout That's out to saying. St. Thomas. Yeah, uh he actually got mm, maybe seven to eight um verbal commitments from some some real powerful schools, mm. man. And you know, I'm proud of him. He's still humble. He's still focused. He know he, you know, he's not getting overexcited. You know, and I let him know it's all about the team. Teamwork make the dream work. You know what I'm saying? Don't nothing come before the team. So he most definitely doing his thing though. What what position you play? He left tackle. Right now he's about uh six four. I'm not sure okay. how much he weighs. He was size 14 shoe at oh, age 15. Oh man. Come on, man. Look, look at age 15. <laughs> hey, Ross, I know I know you're Miami or whatever, but I'm going to talk to Kyle Shanahan and John Lentz and make sure they keep an eye on him so we can bring him out to San Francisco. That's that's what we need. We need we need protection like that. You know, feel free, and if I got to click him in and conference him with Nick Saban <laughs> or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already good with, uh, with Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. I mean, you've, you've, you've got the end when, when, when the time is right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We most definitely. I'm cool with the homies, but yeah, yeah, most definitely. We we appreciate you guys so much. I I, I gotta go. I gotta throw one more thing at you. I don't know how many people are aware. Your house, uh, Rick, was uh, in coming to America. Right. <laughs> have you been in every bedroom of that house? I have. I find it, and how many is it? How many is it? Honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna tell you what, and, and the reason I tell you that is because you read certain things. Oh, the yo. house 120 rooms, and, and you like, yo, I never, you know, I know they count all the little rooms and the big rooms, and the, I never, I could never. <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let's let's put some perspective, D'Lo. I I've been to the house so many times, and I'm walking around. I don't know who I was talking to, and someone's like. You've seen the red garage, right? Oh, red, red garage. What are you talking about? Red garage. He's like, you've been to the red garage? I'm like, what red garage? Then I get walked over. There's a freaking whole garage full of red cars. Oh, that's, that's I didn't even know it was there. Diddy was looking at, right? Uh, Rose, Diddy was, was, uh, he was on your IG and Diddy was walking by there tripping out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took Diddy right. by the black side first and we walked around <laughs> and when he finally made it to the red side, he was like, they need to see this film. There's there's <laughs> softball fields. There's a there's a pond for koi fish where you can go fishing. There's basketball courts. There's, I I I slept over one night and I felt so awkward. I felt so weird. I texted D Wade and said, D Wade, I swear I think I'm in your bedroom right now <laughs> because there's D Wade paraphernalia, there are pictures and there's jerseys. And I'm like, God, I think I'm in your room. This is, is it okay if I sleep here? It's enormous. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I read 109, just for the record. That's how many, oh. that's how many rooms I read. 109. Oh. That's why you're the biggest boss. Man, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't even. <laughs> he wants, ready for this? I, 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 I'm sleeping over at the house. I get up every morning and go walk. And I, I, I got up and I started walking. And I'm walking around the, the, the property. And I get a phone call and it's Rick. He's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm walking somewhere on your property. He's like, well, <laughs> he goes, well, I'll come meet you. I said, where are you? He's like, I'm in the front of the property. It took us 25 minutes to get to each other. <laughs> 25 minutes to find each other. 
Once again, that's why he the biggest boss. I know you guys got to run, but I got to get before you get out of here. Sports show this hoop season. So I got to know both of you guys. What's your finals prediction, man? Who's going to be in the NBA finals? Brett, you go ahead first, man. Ah, uh, well, I feel bad for Denver right now. I like mm. underdogs. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really want I'm, I'm an underdog guy. I want the Jazz on the West. Mm hmm. And I'd I'd love to see the Heat or the Celtics. Mm, okay, okay. I, I'm an underdog guy. I don't. I, the Nets got too much. I, I hate that kind of stuff. They got too much. They got my boy Kyrie though. That's my guy. Yeah. My guy Kyrie. Ross, what do you say? Heat. Let's go, Heat gang. Salute Pat Riley, Lespostra Nostra, Eric Spostra. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Bam, bam. One time for the Heat. And I know the Jazz doing their thing. But you know yeah. what I want to do? Because I did kind of take it personal. Let's bring the Lakers back. Oh, let's, let's run it back. Back. Yeah, let's run it back. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like, I like that. Let's make I it personal. I might have to go this to something. That's, that's what you actually need to be on this one. This is personal. <laughs> I'm with it. Well, man, we we can't thank you uh, both enough for spending so much time with us. We can't thank you enough for uh, Sovereign Brands and, and particularly McQueen and the Violet Fog, all the incredible things that they do for D'Lo and Casey and ESPN 1320, man. Thank you both so much uh, for being so generous with oh, your time. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, know, indeed. It's time. it's time coming up next, Rose. Yeah, hey, we ready. Time, I got my we ready. I'm ready to go, baby. It's Friday. Hey, Let's shout go. out to Ben. Shout weekend. out to Ben for setting this up. And our my distributor RDC in California. They love you guys. They love you guys. So oh man, and we, we love you guys. We love you guys right back, man. And we'd be thrilled to do it again, man. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you Thank so you much. Guys. Thank you. Ross, That's love you. For life. That's love. Yes, indeed. That's amazing stuff, man. Ricky Rose, Rick Ross, uh, Brett Barrett there. Man.